0: You are now tuning into the Queen Collective Podcast with your host, Brie and JJ.
1: Somebody call for the queens! Hey guys, welcome to the Queen Collective Podcast where you'll have real discussions with real women. We're your hosts, I'm Brie, and I'm JJ. Now let's get into this episode! Welcome back, Queens and Kings! We are back again! Ooh, with part two mm-hmm, mm-hmm, of mm-hmm. Modern Relationships. I'm so excited. If y'all haven't already, please be sure to tune in to last week's episode, Modern Relationships, part one.
0: Because
1: mm-hmm. y'all need to hear what the fuck we was talking about and what was going on, all right? With our, our special guests and everything. And if you listen to this part, you don't want to get freaking confused, so... Just, just please go back and listen to it. It's really, really worth it. We wanted to do a little bit of a disclaimer. Mm-hmm. Um, every segment besides the main topic is just going to be Brianna and I talking. So, this is a dec- disclaimer so y'all are not confused. Yes. Yeah, so, with that being said, let's get into this recap. Let's get it. Woo! Girl. So 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 I did a thing. I did a thing. Um, what you do? What you do? I went on vacation. Where for, you go? For weeks to uh, Cancun, Mexico. Yes. <laughs> Jet set in Jane. Jet set in Jane. Feel me? you yo. It was honestly really nice. Um, it was a very nice vacation. We went to. We stayed at this really nice um hotel resort and it was like all expenses all expenses paid so mm-hmm. like food was paid for drinks was paid for everything was paid for um i believe even when we needed a company van to like pick us up or take us to like the airport that was also included um it listen i i honestly think whenever people go and like travel it's good to look into those things if you have, like, the means for it and everything Mm -hmm. because it could save a lot of money also on just going out to eat all the time, like, at an Airbnb or something like that and having to catch rides to, like, go out to eat in different places. I was gonna say, that really does sound like the move because even when you, like, If you want to leave and try Mm -hmm. certain, like, you know, cuisines and stuff, wherever you're traveling Mm -hmm. specifically, like, that's cool. But not having to do that for every meal, like, I feel like that's essential. So, um, I would agree. Definitely look into it if you can... It was very nice, and then all you really do, like when you're there, like you can obviously like tip the waiters and stuff like that at mm-hmm. the hotel. Yeah, we resort. encourage y'all yeah. to tip. these tip yeah. niggas, niggas, the fuck. Yeah, and then like they also had like this pool, like where you could like do a swim up bar. Mm. It was so freaking cool. You was drunk the whole time. I was drunk the whole time for real. I tried all these different drinks. Um, a couple of new drinks that I tried was this um Miami Vice. Okay. Uh, that tasted good. It had like kind of like a pina colada slash raspberry feel to it yes very strong sneak up on you, drink um i also tried uh this thing called tokyo tea it was a green drink not really sure what was in it but i got very (laughs) drunk off of only two so (laughs) it was a lot of it was a lot of different a lot of different drinks that we tried and then we went and saw um we went on this excursion where we went and saw, like, one of the seven wonders of the world, mm-hmm. uh, Chichen Itza. And, um, so nice. Yo. When I tell you, honestly, man, I'm the type of person that I'm like, man, I feel like I never feel like I can get there wrong. Like, you know, you feel like you work too much, bro. Please, please, please take some time. And you didn't even, it doesn't even have to be as big as going out of the country. Literally, go for a weekend on your, by yourself for a nice retreat. Mm hmm. Like being away, first of all, let's just say being away from Texas, I didn't want to come fucking back. <laughs> it's here. We'll get to that later. Um it and, and, and it really helped, I feel like, my mental state too. Like, because I just felt so, like, I don't know. You just be, sometimes you just be feeling so overwhelmed in like day to day things it's good to take a break so it, you got a chance to just like recharge yeah and I've never been out of the country I've never been on a plane like that before I mean I was on a plane one time I think when I was little but I don't remember it and so yeah so this is like your first official trip oh I'm glad you had such a good time I, I I am too bro and it's many more to come shoot well, I gotta is, say. Well, I gotta say. Is. <laughs> well, damn. Um, my recap is definitely not as exciting. <laughs> so, y'all know um, I've recently moved to Tulsa, Oklahoma. So, I've kind of just been settling in. Mm. Um, Gotten a little bit more used to mm-hmm. being in Tulsa and around town and everything. It's so much more calm compared to Dallas, honestly. Like, bro... There's I believe you. No traffic. I believe you. There's like no crazy traffic. All the drivers are really nice. Mm-hmm. Um unless it's a driver that has a Texas tag. <laughs> I'm like this shit makes sense, stupid bitch. Has that happened? Yes. Oh god. <laughs> <laughs> but um yeah, I've really enjoyed just getting to know the places around. Um for one of my little like self-care days, I took for myself. Um, I planned a self-date, so I spent an entire day out on town by myself. Oh, wow. Um, I went to this really cute cafe downtown, had a nice, um, cappuccino and some fruit crepes and sat outside and enjoyed the scenery. Mm -hmm. Um, and then I went to one of the art museums, I go into a little bit more detail, um, in the places to be segment but mm-hmm. that was really nice mm-hmm. um, and I just you know I got dressed up real cute did my makeup my hair I haven't done that in a while so I really enjoyed just you know giving that time to myself cause bro you need it and honor our self care month, y'all like we always be pushing this but no for real you deserve it you do everyone deserves to just take a break whatever that may be for you in your everyday mm-hmm. and just celebrate yourself mm-hmm. and celebrate your life this shit could be gone in a second. Whew, It could be gone in a second, y'all. So We're I really just playing. enjoy those moments, um, and that's pretty much just been it for me. Honestly, that still sounds very awesome though, because you have that time by yourself. And I also heard I've been hearing you like really talk about these uh, places to eat at Oklahoma. So I'm excited for you to continue tell tell us what they you know are about. Because you know I I love food. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Just know I whenever love you. Come food. visit. I got a whole list of places we going to go. And that's where we going, period. Y'all going to fuck. (laughs) I'm down for whatever. (laughs) That's Liddy. That's Liddy. Oh, shit. You know what time it is, right? It's time for the game. And uh, I know you got something for me. Yes. So we playing. um, Y'all may have heard of this. It's a card game called Let's Get Deep. Um, It's geared towards or it's um, promoted towards couples. But I feel like, you know we a couple of bad bitches okay i'm not playing okay but we also uh, a couple of best friends so i feel like this is a really good means to get to know any person um that you're close to so because we might find out something that we don't know about each other right so the way the way the game is set up um the cards are separated into three tiers Mm -hmm. so the first tier is called icebreaker where you know it's just like general questions okay it's hard or deep um, the second tier is deep. So it gets a little deeper than the icebreaker, but still not not too much. And then the last tier is deeper. So with those questions, it's like they want the answer and then also explanations. So <laughs> <laughs> we got questions from each tier. Okay. Who you you want to start? You want me to start? Which one you want, what are you going to do? uh okay i'll start i'll start uh what's your go-to snack at the movies my go-to snack at the movies yeah okay um lately i've been going to a lot of dine-in theaters so one thing i've been getting there is uh like cheddar fries oh so usually they come with bacon so i'll be like take off the bacon but like i get cheddar fries with a side of ranch that's key a side of Mm ranch yes (laughs)
0: Yes,
1: but if it's not a dine-in theater, um, I really enjoy popcorn, so I would definitely get movie theater popcorn and hella butter. Yeah, that's one thing I have a problem with when I go to the theater. If I get popcorn, I drench that shit in butter. No, really. And I make sure to get every freaking corner and make sure that shit is drenched. And yeah. it goes down in the crack. Exactly. So the got, bottom. You got to move around. shake it a little bit. Yeah, shake it um You know in. what I'm saying? <laughs> um, and if you really want to get technical, you know, back in the day, my parents had no shame. When I used to go to the movies with them, my dad would be like, yeah... Fill this up halfway, I'll be right back real quick, and he will put it on there <laughs> in the center and then take it back and be like, now finish filling it up, so we'll make sure butter got all throughout. So <laughs> 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 I know that's fucking right. What the fuck? <laughs> Bro, I think another one of mine is definitely Sour Skittles. Mmm. I really oh like God. gummy bears, but I don't Ooh. like a specific brand of gummy bears. Not Haribo, uh let me guess. Are they in the are they in this little cute little like organic looking bag? Yeah. Bro, what is it called? I know, what you're, I know what gummy bears is. Is it like a red and white bag? Yep, yep, Bro, bro, don't tell me. Don't tell me. Don't tell me. Bro, what's the name of the gummy bear? Bro, I don't even remember right now. My mind is going blank. Oh, oh but okay. But it's a red and white black bag. I know exactly what are And it's like they got- really colorful and they have these like crazy off-the-wall flavors. Yes, I know exactly what gummy bears you're talking about. I can't. Yeah, you look like you eat those, you bougie bitch. <laughs> Okay, um so what is something you're weirdly good at? Weirdly good at. Um I know how to put the right amount of sea like the exact right amount of seasoning on my vegetables when I steam them. Like usually like when you steam vegetables, like you can taste the seasoning, but it's not like I don't know, it just tastes like, kind of like air, steamed vegetables. Yeah, because it, it is definitely um, easy for you to just under-season and you just taste water. Yeah, exactly. Like, for some reason, weirdly, I don't put too much or too little. And my mom brings it up every time I, like, make vegetables. She'll be like, how do you season them like this? Like, you weirdly season them it's like, like the every exact vegetable. amount. It's Ex- every type of vegetable. I ain't say all that. But, okay. um, you know. <laughs> so... <laughs> Seasoned vegetables. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's not too much. Like you still feel like you're eating something healthy, but at the same time, you don't feel like you're eating air. Hmm. What, what about you? <laughs> <laughs> what is something I'm weirdly good at? Yeah. Um, I would say. I'm weirdly good at guessing, like, movie plots or TV show plots as I'm Fuck, watching Fuck, I should've it. used something else. So, um, I have this thing... And i, I warn warned, like, people that I, I don't really know or, like, I haven't gone to the movies and stuff with. I talk through movies. I'm one of them people. Yeah. It's not, like, obnoxious, I've been told. Like, it's not anything crazy. Some people actually encourage my commentary. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> one thing I really like to do is, like, point out, like, yo, I think this is how this is going to end or, like, this is what happens. And nine times out of ten, bro, I'll be right. You have a very good sense of intuition. So that's like one Your thing. Tuitions off the chart. I, I, I really enjoy doing, and I'm I'm really good at it. Weirdly, I'm gonna take back my vegetables one because uh, as soon as you said, <laughs> as soon as you said, I don't think that's how the game works. Oh, uh-uh. Oh. Next question. <laughs> damn. Okay, okay, okay. Do you believe in second chances? Why or why not? Do not believe in second chances? Uh Damn, that's kind of. So I feel like it's situational for me
0: mm-hmm.
1: because with certain things, I'm like, certain things don't deserve second chances in mm-hmm. my mind, mm-hmm. but other things do yeah. or have. yeah. Um, so I would say, or I guess I'll word it like, I believe for me personally, second chances are necessary if it's something that you know isn't harming me um isn't putting me in any danger isn't compromising like my values um and is overall like benefiting me
0: Mm. or whatever
1: like if it's a relationship or situation anything like that I feel like yeah that deserves a second go around um but anything else no okay and look I was gonna ask you why or why not but once I heard that okay that's that the only sense, reason. That makes sense, bro. That makes sense. That's the only reason why you should spin the block. <laughs> if it's truly benefiting you. Okay? Okay? Um, what about nah. you? You don't think so? Nah. But yeah, so what's the next question? <laughs> <laughs> what do you spend the most time thinking about and why? Oof. What do I spend the most time Thinking about And why I think I, I spend the most time thinking about my future for sure mm. And I think because I feel like I'm The reason why is because I feel like I'm at that Weird age where I'm like You feel like you have to have everything together But you don't really need to But at the same time the back of your mind is like eh, You ain't getting any younger bitch so i feel like i i i feel that time up with am i doing what i'm supposed to be doing like am i going down the right path like am i am i taking life serious now like do i am i starting to take it more serious than i did last year when i was a year younger mm-hmm. i definitely think that's another reason why i think about the future so much because it's like am i growing so I'm i would uh, i would agree i do the same thing yeah um I'm a natural overthinker yes so I also think about like possible situations solutions to those situations Mm -hmm. different factors um and then as far as like thinking about my future like I also have like that pressure of like am I doing what's right like am I on the right path type shit um and then also just comparing that to like Present. Like, yeah. I'm also. I have that inner battle where I'm like, "Bitch, are you being present?" Like, <laughs> yes. <laughs> like bro. reminding myself, like it's okay to like slow down. Like it's okay. Yeah. You 25. Oh shit. You about to be 25. But yeah. Like it's okay. Whoo. It is and okay. That's what, yeah. Because it's like, damn, we feel like we're old, but then we like talk to people who are older than us, and they're like, "Girl, you're so young. You have a lot more age to make mistakes." And I'm like, "Do I?" No, really. I have to remind myself that a lot. I'm like, bro. Like, every time I talk to, like, my mentors or, like, family members that I'm really close to that are mm-hmm. older, like, I'm just like, yo, you really have time. Yeah. You really have time to figure shit out. Yeah. Like, stop rushing, bro. It's okay. It's going to be okay. That's crazy. We kind of think like in a way. In a way. Mm-hmm. In a way. Um, let's see, let's see, let's see. Ooh, what's something embarrassing you do when no one's around? Or, like, when no one's home? Sheesh. Um. (laughs) Well, I live with someone now, so, like, Mm -hmm. definitely I wait to do... The things that I don't necessarily want to do Mm -hmm. when they're there. (laughs) Uh, Like the farting. Mm -hmm. Well, I mean, we be farting, but... I be, I be nasty fire Yeah, yeah. It's, a, yeah, it's yeah, decent, You know what I'm saying? Like, like them nasty farts where, it, you know, it be under the covers and you be like, damn, bitch. And you lift it up a little bit, you be like, damn. <laughs> like, those or the ones no, you talking about. No, but I know exactly you what the fuck feeling. you're talking about. Because, you know, I got a fat ass, so I be feeling it sometimes. <laughs> if I don't wear no underwear, I be feeling it in rumble in my cheeks. So... <laughs> Niggas was not trying to hear that <laughs> oh well that's something embarrassing <laughs> bro i feel that i think something embarrassing that i really do is pretty much i'd be looking in the mirror and like having conversations with myself and answering them yeah, answering I, the I, conversations i do that too, do that too like sometimes. i'll look in the mirror as if i'm another person and <laughs> <To laughs> talk to myself <laughs> Bro, niggas is listening like, these bitches is weird as fuck. (laughs) And I don't care. Fuck. (laughs) (laughs) What's going on? What's going on in the world? No, Um, really. What the fuck is going on? What the fuck is going on? Yeah. Um, This just makes me feel like I made... (sighs) The right decision more and more every day about leaving Texas. Yeah. Um, because with Senate Bill 8, that went into effect September 1st, the abortion ban. Yeah. Um, this is now the most restrictive abortion ban or abortion law in the country. Texas did that. Yeah. Texas. Texas. Are we surprised? Greg has been wilding. And for those who don't know, um, basically with this bill, um, people can no longer have an abortion after the six-week mark for any reason in the state of Texas without facing civil penalties. And it's really crazy to me because I'm like, six weeks? Most don't even detect pregnancies until after... Or at like that six week mark for yeah. one, like like let's do some simple math here to just lay this out for the niggas in the back. Yeah. Okay, the average person has a menstrual cycle every thirty to forty five days. Mm-hmm. Okay, how many how many weeks are in a month? Like four. Four. Yeah. Okay. Sometimes a little bit more than four. Okay, every month is 30 days, four weeks. Okay. Okay. <laughs> oh, God. So, when you add on an extra week, that, that's now five. And then add on an extra week, that's now six. So, 45, 30. 30 to 45, that's, what, a 15-day? Yeah, it's about six weeks. 45 is six weeks, I think. Yeah. I yeah, that's six weeks. That is six weeks. So, it's either... You're waiting to get your period to see what the fuck is going on. Right. To even see if you're late. Yeah. For one. Yeah. And then it's like, by the time you find out, it's too late. Yeah. You can't even do anything about it. Yeah. And that's another thing. People don't understand that just because you have your period don't mean that you're not pregnant. That too. Because that definitely happens. Because you could have, let's say you just got off your period, had sex... Ooh, ooh. let's say this is a good example let's say you got just got off your period had sex because sometimes when people um have sex like even when they just get off before ovulation week or like right after it can fuck up their time frame for their periods too Mm -hmm. so let's say you just got done having sex have period in your ovulation week Sometimes, usually, some women know, oh, I'm probably not going to have my period on the same time. I'll probably be a week or so late anyways. hmm Boom.
2: Or there's and people then, like
1: me. I naturally have always had abnormal periods. Right. I sometimes went, like, up to two months without a period. See, that's eight weeks. Actually, a little bit more than eight weeks sometimes. Oh, God. And birth control doesn't always, you know help with that yeah that one lady she fucking had birth control shit um had protected sex condom broke and still had a plan b and still got pregnant like she did all the right procedure like right well you know quote unquote right whatever and to you know prevent pregnancy and still i'm sorry all those companies would be getting sued (laughs) side note i mean contraceptive percentages are 90 to 98 percent anyway anyway it's never hundred. There's always that small percentage, that 1% to 3% percentage that can get pregnant, that fall through the cracks. Yeah. That it definitely happens. And I just feel like, you know, taking away this choice, taking away this access to people, like this is doing more harm than not, you know? I feel like it's not just black and white as people try to make it seem. Because I'm like, it's crazy how more and more people voice their understanding of human rights and bodily autonomy when it comes to wearing a mask or getting vaccinated during a global pandemic that affects everybody. Yeah. But at the same time, do that mental gymnastics to <laughs> <laughs> say that women shouldn't have this choice. It's very concerning to me because I also think about like, um, also um, trigger warning for anybody who's been a Sexual assault victim or anything like that. Because um, I, I definitely want to bring this up. Um, women who are rape victims um, and not women who are rape victims and also women who are incestuous, like rape victims. So you mean to tell me I'm 14, 15, get raped by my uncle. And also, when you're younger like that, you're even more susceptible to abnormal periods. Apart from the outlier of women who have abnormal periods like yourself. Mm-hmm. Um I'm 14, 15, get raped by my uncle. And now I am pregnant. And I can't get an abortion at six weeks. Because I didn't know what the fuck was going on, for one. Like, how did I even get here? And two the mental capacity and trauma I'm already going through, that's also going to take some time. You're not automatically going to be thinking, oh, I need to get rid of this baby for a while. (laughs) And the rest of your life, you're going to be thinking about what the fuck just happened to you. And then uh, you're forced to carry a baby. And then you're forced to have these natural instincts as a mother should, quote unquote, and provide the child with... uh, 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 good mental well good mental physical emotional financial welfare and you're a child yourself i just i feel like it's the war on women the war on women and the protective rights we have to our bodies is getting more and more blatant that a lot of people don't give a fuck and a lot of people just want control Um, And I'm like, just say what it is. People like to argue like pro-lifers or like, think about the children. Okay, there are how many homeless and hungry children in this country? In downtown Dallas alone. Let's start there. That cycle through how many systems that y'all don't give a fuck about? Because y'all adopt the little babies because they're cuter than adopting a grown ass uh, or uh, than adopting a child who's five or six. And don't let them be over 10. Don't let them. So it's like y'all are sitting here talking about your pro-life until the baby's actually out in the world. And then for them to sit here and say you can get 10K for snitching on somebody who's getting an abortion. It's like you're bringing the evil out of people front base. Like what the fuck? Because at the end of the day, that has nothing to do with you. That is not your business. It's not your business. At the end of your fucking day. You know what's funny? Like I'm glad that we're talking about this because I actually was talking to a friend. And um, they were like, Greg is going to be looking really stupid. Cause, Anyways, guys apart from all of that let's talk about actual abortion clinics a lot of most abortion clinics have that group lineup of people before you get to the door telling you you're a horrible person you're going to hell all this bullshit not even knowing your situation obviously and the fact that y'all are telling someone you're gonna go into hell you can't cast somebody down that's also a sin. are you stupid anyways yeah. <laughs> i'm not even gonna get into it that's a whole other episode um hypocritical i'm not, ooh, I'm not gonna get into it so Apart from that, you're going to have people lined up, ready to call and false claim that they cause how are they going to know that they're past the six week mark? You're going to, you're going to get a lot of false because calls. Because you can't, you exactly. can't call for records. Exactly. That's violating HIPAA. Exactly. So you're going to get a lot of false calls. Oh, we think she might be past the six week mark. <laughs> we think she might be past and she fucking not. And now I'm getting detained, and they're trying to figure out if I'm past the six week mark or not. And that's gonna take a minute. It's gonna be a line of niggas just lying to get some money and to just be evil.
2: It's, It's
1: just, it really disappoints me because I'm just like, at the end of the day, this is not going to stop people from getting abortions. This just stops people from having access to safe abortions. More and more people are gonna die. Cause bitches are gonna be trying to jump off the staircase too.
2: Cause yeah, I'm like, how okay. they used to do it back in
1: the day. They used hangers, bitch. Yeah, yeah. And I'm just like, you know, because these these senators, their wives and mistresses and daughters and family members, they still gonna have access to that shit. Best believe. Okay, a senator get a big brawky ass bitch pregnant that he don't want to be out to the public. She gonna get. She gonna be able to get an abortion. Like, like what the fuck? What the fuck? I'm disgusted. Um, I don't know if I want to be considered a Texan anymore. This is, but you know what? A part of me makes me make like a part of me feels like this is only the beginning to a lot of crazy shit if we do not get this nigga out of office. Yeah, this all alludes to voting in like your fucking like regular county and city voting like like voting in the big leagues is good too. vote for a good president but y'all need to be voting for y'all's governor officials or y'all government officials like in your fucking state bro state voting is so so important it's not just important on the federal base no it is because those are the laws that are going to get passed that are going to affect directly affect you yes in your communities so go vote
2: <laughs> please go vote
1: and then you know if- and vote for somebody who's actually don't i'm not about to just say go vote fuck all that shit y'all can look at me crazy if you want to vote for somebody who's going to protect human rights fuck all that <laughs> no for real and then for the ones that are still looking for resources because they are still out there you know unfortunately for women that want to make that choice yeah. like you you will have to travel two hundred plus miles out of state yeah um if if that is the case uh that is still available. There are a lot of resources out there um there's even like a uh abortionfinder dot org where you can search like you know the within your closest capacity um clinics that offer those services for you in case you need it and you know honestly google and instagram is your best friend because i also heard like there's ways to like call up the snitch hotline for abortion and like crash the phone system for a while too so
2: y'all really just just call that bitch and
1: just start singing and just start singing just start blocking shit start calling for all the numbers strictly Strictly for for the niggas niggas.
0: (laughs) i don't mean to go on and seduce you Seduce
1: you now. Guess we kind of a I guess we got. Well, to, to move on to, to, to brighter days and better topics. Because okay? I definitely want to ask. Uh, <laughs> and this is to my fellas. Easy, Andre. I want to hear both of y'all's perspective. Why the fuck is it more uh, acceptable, even though I know y'all aren't like this? Some men are. Why is it more acceptable for men to come out the house looking like bums than women? Because I've had a relationship where we would go to, like, nice restaurants. And he would literally tell me, because I would be dressing nice and this nigga would be, and I would look at him, I'd be like, why aren't you dressed up? And he would be like, oh, well, you're the woman, like, they're expecting you to dress nice. So I'm just trying to figure out why the fuck
0: are <laughs> <I don't, laughs> niggas looking told, like bombs and I'm overdressed.
2: I can't even answer that because it's funny, me and a friend were having this conversation about rappers. <laughs> we, no, seriously. So, like, you look at the women rappers of today, bad. You look at the women rappers of the 80s and 90s. Still bad. Look at the male rappers of the 90s. Some of them sex icons. Mm -hmm. Women love Tupac. Let's look Mm -hmm. at the rappers of today. Are you really going to put Kodak Black up with Tupac? (laughs) (laughs)
0: That
1: motherfucker be looking crazy.
2: And I don't know. I I really cannot speak to this as to why niggas go out looking bummy. I cannot speak to that because... (laughs) The fuck is you doing? Cause I don't even like for my friends to go out looking bummy with me.
1: He said that's not on. a
2: part of my ministry. The fuck? What is wrong <laughs> with <all> embarrassing me?
1: <laughs> Bro, this is facts. Like I've been in like a lot of relationships with men to where I'm a cute bitch. Okay, right. we cute. I like to dress up and look cute, even if it's like casually. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. we're not even really doing much. And then the dude would just want to be wearing, like, basketball shorts and a t-shirt, and I'm like, bro, you embarrassing me, because people would be like, why the fuck is she with him? <laughs> <laughs> I'm such a bad fucking bitch. And then it gets to the point where I got to dress this nigga, and I don't want to do that.
2: I don't want to do I'm not your mother. I don't want to do that. And I will say this. I think that's what it, I think that's what it takes for a lot of men, because, mm. unfortunately, a lot of men do not level up until they get that woman in their life.
1: Oh, God. Very unfortunate. <laughs> it's not going to be any of these women. Um. Okay. Okay. Well, since we're on the topic, I I, I want to take it to this and ask why is it that a high maintenance man is seen <sighs> as him being feminine? Like these are men that like that care about their their appearance. You know, they they get their haircuts fresh. They get pedicures. They they they're not afraid to get manicures and pedicures. Like they're dressed up. Okay shoes don't have no scuffs on it. The fuck? I feel like why uh, that scene is that seen as more feminine? Like it's
3: it I feel like part of it comes from like since some like a lot of men do just dress bummy. It comes from a love of insecurity. So when you mm. see somebody who's doing something and you like recognize like dang I could have done something too you tear it down. But mm. then at the same time it's like men the ideal image or what men think that women want is an opposite of what they actually want. So if you ever see like drawings of how men think that women want a man to look like, it's this hulking muscular person normally, like traditionally. But when you ask women to draw like a type of person that they want, they normally draw a prettier looking man,
0: mm-hmm. not
3: that big hulking like, Hulk. Yeah. That nigga be did,
1: sweating too much. When did dirtiness, be much like, much. become synonymous with manliness? Because, my oh. thing is, a nigga that has dirty nails, they like, well, that's a sign of a hard working man. I don't want a man with dirty nails touching me. Like, I'm gonna get a sounds yeast like infection. my pH balance gonna be off. You gonna be wondering why my coochie saying nigga is you.
0: Like, you, you just
1: got finished eating a bag of hot Cheetos and you trying to finger me. Now <laughs> I'm calling my homegirls, like, why is my pussy burning? <laughs> like, I, Bitch, that's a yeast infection. You're giving that is me vac- like that's
2: bacterial vaginosis.
1: Okay, <laughs> that is bacterial vaginosis. Nigga says not getting BB. What the fuck? <laughs> shit, that's a shit that you can get from using fucking summer's eve, and that's just supposed to help your pH balance. So, so, so why is that, Andre? <laughs> Andre, like I don't know how to fuck you out. I don't know these I things. I <laughs> but
2: I all keep right, my so. <laughs> I think what it is is masculinity is dirty. Let's call it what it is. Masculinity is dirty mm-hmm. because there's this picturesque image of what a man's supposed to be. And a lot of the times that's supposed to be like physical labor, get it out the mud, things like that, <laughs> that is celebrated. <laughs> because, like, let's be honest, I just seen it in cases where a dude is judged just for working at a call center. Mm. I'm wow. Like, Because they say that's a feminine job. Mm. What the fuck?
1: I've seen that. No, I've heard about that before, too. A lot of women will be like, oh, if that nigga ain't uh, a construction worker, I ain't fucking... (laughs) And that sounds so crazy to me. (laughs) Because they, they... I don't know. They equip it with, like, Oh, he gonna protect me, nigga. The, the, my, my motherfucking man, he work at a call center. He got like ten lines. We gonna stay protected. <laughs> we y'all stay got that protected. good insurance. The fuck? We got good oh, insurance. Lord. The fuck?
2: Yeah. I mean, he, he
1: provided me Blue Cross Blue Shield, bitch. You know that's the fuck. What's wrong with that's y'all? up there.
2: I mean, cause I don't that's even wanna go deep in this conversation, but let's be honest though. Dark skinned men are looked upon as more masculine as than light-skinned men.
1: Okay. That's I mean, no, this is true. <laughs> this no, this definitely true. is true. And
2: that's because of the stereotypes that dark skinned men like to get down in a dirty, nitty, gritty type deal.
1: Y'all are thugs, all type of shit, yeah. But but that's also why I love like a lot of people say have a lot of negative things to say about our generation specifically, but that's one thing I really love because we are taking these, like, narratives. Like you said, there's that stereotype of dark-skinned niggas being masculine as fuck, and we're switching that because I personally, I love pretty boys. I love pretty boys that are high-maintenance. Okay? Because I'm not going to be embarrassed with you. No, for real. That's another date idea. We're going to get our nails done together. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. Many pennies. Like, I also like it when I see like dark skinned men smiling in pictures and having black boy joy. I love that. I love when I see black men period just having a good fun wholesome time, nice laughter. Like they don't have to be scared for their lies every day, even though we have to be. Like I like that we're opening up more spaces for men to, you know, express their emotions and things like that and and being able to hear them out and hear what they struggle with because Bro, we 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 breaking it. Break every chain. It's, it's uh, not you said that. It's not you said that. Cause the next question we asking is why is it seen as wrong for men to express their emotions and that's viewed as a weakness, right? Whereas when women are expected to be emotional.
2: I was taught the true definition of a man was to never cry, that's work cool. till you tired, got to provide. Music Soulchild was spinning that entire song. <laughs> <laughs> like dead ass if you listen to teach me that breaks that down because our feelings are taught that you know it's a distraction mm. it's a distraction and anything that's a distraction is not good for a man because it, it it yields you from your purpose which is to get to it and get it done like damn your depression Damn your anxiety. Make sure you produce results.
1: So y'all are treated like robots.
2: Pretty much. Yeah. Um,
3: yeah. Yeah. Black men in particular, our level of emotion is like scary. It it always involves a level of violence. Um, Even the smallest Black person, Black male, Black um, like boy, if they express anger, then it's seen as this, like, like they are an imminent threat, like naturally. Man. And so often for Black men in particular, especially because if we were to express in those early emotions, and I think it's a perpetual cycle, especially in the last generation, where like how Andre said, there is the perfect idea of a man, like you don't express it, it's a distractor. And so now when young black boys are growing up, they're told not to express their emotions, not even by black men, but by other black women who are perpetuating this idea. Um,
0: mm-hmm.
3: And so I don't really think it's a negative thing. It's a human thing to express emotions, but the idea yeah. why it's constantly forced onto men in particular, Black men, is our emotions are volatile. Any Black man or Black woman that you see in history that gets angry or cares or is happy enough is a problem or an issue.
2: Marcus Garvey
3: was happy. That's why he did parades. Mm -hmm. His happiness was dangerous, so they kicked him out the country. They
1: shipped that nigga off. Martin Luther King
3: was both angry but also sad an expression of emotion and so they shot that nigga in the head like and so the idea is a constant black men that show emotion die Hmm. it's a simple equation sadly and so um but black women are seen as emotional by nature as the opposite to almost compensate and so yeah
2: because y'all emotions are deemed
3: erratic Mm -hmm. you can ignore them even though oftentimes they're rooted in black men's liberation.
1: Oh, damn. These niggas spitting. Y'all spitting for, spittin for real. <laughs> we, we did it right, Jay, by bringing them on. We did right. The fuck? I said we can only have two people, <laughs> and these are the ones, okay? They said we're not letting them down. Thank y'all for this. <laughs> nah, for real. So the next question is why is it not talked about enough when men are crazy in relationships versus women? Because everyone's Woo! talking about how women get crazy, <sighs> but not enough people want to talk about, y'all, a lot of these niggas in relationships crazy. are, craziest niggas f- are crazy as throw you in a fucking ditch,
2: bitch? Like- you know, <laughs> alright, so let's get real here. On, let's let's real. Real. Here.
0: Like, we have
2: to the, We have to get real. The reason why it's not talked upon... Of niggas being crazy is because our crazy is life-threatening and we don't want to have no more negativity portrayed of black men. So a lot of women will suffer in silence to protect that man's image.
1: Wow. Mm. Wow.
3: Mm. No, that's that's real. You don't want to send a black man to jail. But
0: look uh, at that!
2: You don't you Bro, don't wanna you don't, you you don't wanna do. tell the people that he's been abusing you. So you bear with it because a lot of the things that we do. From, even if it's not physical abuse mental abuse or you know emotional abuse because cheating is emotional abuse like all jokes yeah. aside it's emotional abuse and it's manipulation
1: yeah, yeah. Ooh,
0: come on come
2: on and so when you topple into all those things the image of the black man is not even protected amongst himself he might defend it when its attacked but it's not constantly protected unless it's by a black woman and...
0: What? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry y'all let
1: me take this Alicia mask
2: off because what you're saying
1: is real
0: it's real
2: no that is because if we're being honest black women are the gatekeepers of blackness and unfortunately uh, that, that is looking like you have to protect your abuser
0: wow
1: Damn. Megan is Stallion <laughs> I'm gonna just bring
2: it up. I'm gonna bring it up. Well, I, that... I'm bringing it up. what nobody got to say. I'm or bringing it up. Let's look at Megan Thee Stallion. Or let's even go get older. Um, Robin. Uh, Robin Gibbons, Mike Tyson. Ooh. She did not speak on that. She she was taking roles.
1: I can Tina
2: with a wired jaw.
1: Wow. Yeah.
3: And I think actually that comparison is good because it's a good comparison on growth as men, where Mike Tyson put in a lot, a lot of work to develop and change his understanding of masculinity to where he recognized that those crazy performances, as in him hitting his wife, were not accurate or did not actually make him any more of a man, where Tory Lanez is a bitch running around. His short ass can pull up and shoot me in the foot too. I think I can handle it.
0: Um, <laughs>
3: <laughs> but um, He's a to bitch. the point of like how Andre said, where it's, it's really shitty that black women have to keep protecting their abusers, and they keep pushing this progress of black folk, and black men are just like, all right, yeah, we go, we gonna keep abusing you because that's not what we're focused on right now, bro. Let's not. Let's not talk about black women or, or protecting or how women as a whole need some level of protection. But it's like, nah, we just focusing on, on black lives matter, not black women's lives matter.
1: Because we wow. tired, boss.
3: And Andre we also, tired, like, I'm
1: tired, boss. I'm tired of this, grandpa. Oh, like,
2: That's man, too I'm damn bad. Like, too <laughs> bad.
1: <laughs> Bro, because for real, like, can we please? Can we please? And, we recognize the issue, right? Like, like both of y'all just laid this shit out. All right. So it's out there. Niggas know.
3: Niggas niggas So and-
1: so can we finally make it to where, you know, y'all as men start taking the necessary steps to change it? There's nothing else that us women have to do.
0: Shouldn't have. A- when it when okay, it comes so... to like the
1: the the topic of like, you know, abuse between men and women and sexual assault, <laughs> let's go there because in a lot of these situations, a lot of these dudes, you know your homeboy is nasty as fuck. You know yeah. he's a fucking creep. Mm-hmm. You know some shit that he's done to somebody, and yet mm-hmm. you still sitting here dapping him up and shit, and not That's calling it. him out on his bullshit. Yeah, you should be. You're part of the guys. problem.
2: You are the problem. You are because, yeah. um, let's be dead ass. Mm-hmm. You're not a good friend. You're not. You're not a good person at all. You're shit.
3: He's likely performing for that other person because mm-hmm. if they know. Like like how we talked about before, niggas be showing up the, the shit. So if you yep. know, it's likely that he did that action, told you as a performative thing. He's looking for you to affirm that, and right. you not validation. denying. Yeah, you not denying it is the validation he needs all alone. You didn't stop him. You didn't whoop his ass as soon as he said it. That was the validation he needed. Niggas
2: dap up deadbeat dads all the time.
0: Oh, that's
1: the time. crazy. And that's
2: crazy. I think the because here's the thing, your friends are a reflection of you, mm, and yep. I'm going to be dead ass, when it comes to black men, we have a very singular mindset, when I say singular mindset, what I mean is, we care about what's in proximity to us, so a lot of black men don't care as issues as a whole, the only way we could care about an issue is if we put, it, put ourselves in those shoes, not recognizing that the action is wrong itself, but it's like, damn, what if that happened to me? And so... With with proximity being there, if you look at the proximity of your friends, that makes you have to question, damn, am I ain't shit too. So it's it's easier to stay silent than it is to hold your friends accountable because then you have to realize, damn, I might be problematic as well.
1: Well, nigga, you need to sit there and, and go through all of that mind work, okay? And, look, and work on yourself.
3: You're a weak person if you can recognize that and you're running away from it. Now, yeah. it's not saying you're going to stay a weak person because I'm not that kind of person, but you're making really weak decisions and you're not trying to grow. If you recognize that and you're not, and you're not pushing yourself to move forward, you're not checking up and checking niggas when they doing raunchy, nasty shit, then you're allowing yourself to get weaker and not grow as a person. And that's a goddamn shame.
1: You're okay, because for women, whenever whenever any one of us, we be doing something that's dumb, like, I know in our friend group, we be like, bitch, what the fuck is wrong with you?
0: Don't Definitely do do again.
1: I <laughs> would sit there and let you talk about the whole situation in detail, and then I'll look at you at the very end and be like, you done? Okay, why are you yeah. being dumb, bitch? Yeah, like, what the fuck is wrong with you? So, you gotta have a good, you have to have good um, friendships around you, too, apart from, you know, just, first of all, <laughs> You shouldn't be that way, anyways. But you know, some everybody make excuses, so you should also surround yourself with people who's gonna keep you accountable. But a lot of the times, people don't want to be held accountable for them. So,
2: but see, also, and this is just to get deeper. You're gonna have to. That requires men to care about women more than they do.
1: Yeah, mm-hmm. this is fast. Because
2: if we're being honest, a lot of times we're very dismissive of y'all experiences and stories because we don't care. Or um, it, it, it's awkward to make a, when, when y'all talk about it and we're like, uh I don't know what to say about that because we can't experience it. Mm-hmm.
1: And that's crazy because it's like a lack of empathy.
3: Empathy isn't a skill heavily associated or taught to young boys growing up. It kind of interferes with the hyper-violence that we're instilled with.
1: And, it's, and that's the expectation, too. It's yeah. the expectation that, you know, when you get with this man, boys will be boys. He's not really going to care about all the rah-rah. And, and that's what's so sad. So I'm glad that we're having this conversation because we can start making, listening to each other, an expectation. Yes. And, and, and speaking of expectations, right? Mm-hmm. So, so... Again, we're talking about modern relationships.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So in your relationships, you have your expectations of your mm-hmm. partners, right? Right. So let's talk about some expectations versus reality. Because sometimes some things that you you expect is not really going to turn out like that, right? Oh, <laughs>
0: <So>, exactly.
1: <laughs> for example, some people will go for a person. like Like, let's say... This is how you met your significant other. You was out one weekend having a good time. They was out with their friends having a good time. Mm -hmm. And that's how y'all met. Y'all linked up, changed numbers, started fucking with each other. Now you in a relationship. All of a sudden, it's a problem when that person want to go out on the weekends with their friends to have a good time.
2: (laughs) That that shit is so weird.
1: Yeah. Because I definitely had a situation where it's that and, like, clothing. Oh, my God. I had a situation where... I used to always, I mean, I, I wear them now too, but um, I hate wearing clothing. First of all, ever since I was little, my mom said I used to just run around the house fucking naked and they would have to like put me down to put clothes on me. So like I've always worn like, you know, little to no clothing, like whether that be sundresses, whether that be crop tops, whether that be whatever the fuck. So I get into a relationship with this guy, nigga knew that I would wear little to no fucking clothing. That's just <laughs> what the fuck. And I get into a relationship, and then it turned into a whole, I don't want you wearing this, I don't want you wearing that. Now, granted, I was definitely blinded and by love and all this shit, and I also was gaining weight, so I didn't really care about not wearing skimpy clothes anymore. So I started changing my whole fucking wardrobe, and then when I got out that bitch, I was like, what the fuck? I looked at all my crop tops that I did, stopped wearing. We must have bought all 10 more of these. I just thought it was crazy. You found uh, me wearing little to no clothing, so why the fuck can I not continue?
2: You, you know clothes? the wildest example of that? What? Kanye West and Kim Kardashian.
3: Yo! Yeah, that's fair.
2: Because when he started going through his whole Jesus is, the, Jesus is king phase and all that, mm-hmm. and he started getting closer to God... <sighs> He started wanting Kim to start to change her image. And it's like, dude, you wouldn't be with Kim Kardashian if that wasn't Kim Kardashian. Right. And that's weird because I I know niggas who try to get in relationships with women who have OnlyFans. And then you expect her to stop. OnlyFans, because she's with you now, you deem that to be not respectful. But nigga, yes. that's how she was getting a bag before you. Why would she stop her bag now? Because she's with you.
1: Like, initially, you were attracted to that. So why is it all of a sudden now a problem? Niggas be you sh- want to start changing your partner.
3: They're batting out of their batting average. they shooting above their or they're wrestling above their weight class. However it is. Like, a lot of dudes be Talking big smack and don't be expecting to actually get the person that they're getting, and then afterwards they get insecure about it, and so you got to bring them back down to your level to some Well, extent. if you
1: can't handle a bad bitch, just say that, bro. Because I'm your mediocre. Because well, I've definitely had stripper friends that has you know been in relationships and niggas tried to change them. She's like, you found me in the club. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not wearing a turtleneck in a hundred degree weather. Are you stupid?
2: <laughs> but. Fucking dumb. So, what, we, what what we talking about? Expectations versus reality? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, basically, what, what, like, let me ask the women is what do y'all expect from men versus what do y'all get? <laughs> That's cool.
1: Who, who, you want to go first, Jay? Okay. Well, I, yes, I'll go first, Bree Bree. Um, expect versus what I get. Okay. So, before. I started getting more, because I'll be very transparent. I love being transparent. Before I started getting more secure in myself, my expectations, the bar was very much so in hell. I'm going to start there. I don't mean to laugh, my bad. (laughs) No, no, it's true. It's it's fucking funny. Foolish as fuck. (laughs) Like, the the expectations were really in hell, and then my reality matched the fucking expectations. Like, if you get with somebody who really doesn't respect you and the relationship, he's not going to respect you. But see what I thought was that I could be charming. Cause you know, I, I, I consider myself, to you know, have a cute little sweet personality and shit. You do. So thank you. So what I thought was I was going to, you know, maybe change him and date him. And he would be a bit nicer to me if we were in a relationship. And then in the relationship, he definitely wasn't nicer at all. And that was my fault. Cause I expected, I tried to take a nigga who didn't give a fuck about bitches and tried to turn, like, you know how they say you can't make a whole housewife. I tried to turn this nigga into a fucking loving, committed ass person. I was just and, about to say,
2: you can't turn a whole into a and that goes for men too.
1: Yeah, like yeah. Like I was I, I was expecting for him to switch up now that we were in a committed relationship and I looked like a fool. So, that was me in my insecure state. So, now in more of my secure state and, like, kind of knowing what I want, I honestly expect whenever I go out and date and, like, the courting process and everything, I'm expecting for, first of all, complete honesty. Because if we start off with our relationships on lies and you trying to pump yourself up to make yourself look good, it's not going to turn out great. The reality is going to be you just lying about every fucking thing. (laughs) And I I don't need all that in my life. So the expectation is honesty, open communication. And then sometimes, for some reason, along the way, sometimes you see yourself in the reality and there's like a lot of fucking confusion in the relationship. (laughs) So that's definitely one of the experiences I've had. You start off with expectations of honesty and trust and communication. The reality, it, it, it doesn't turn out that way niggas is lying, niggas is saying shit that they don't mean, niggas is putting themselves up on a pedestal and they can't fulfill it, even though I didn't want you to be on no pedestal. Mm.
0: So. Mm-hmm.
1: Um, my experience, or speaking from one of my experiences, um, before when I used to date, like, I would set an expectation that I wanted a person exactly like me. Right. So, Ooh. I mm-hmm. would- see a potential in this person Mm -hmm. and I'll be like all right I mean he's not completely shit so Mm -hmm. that's a good start Mm -hmm. (laughs) this is what I would tell myself um and then I'll be like okay so he he has like certain attributes that we can work with me being the person that I am I too believe that I'm a a very amazing person like you know I I got a lot of shit out there I'm going to my own horn But, like, I got a lot to offer. (laughs) So (laughs) I would just naturally believe that me putting out all of these, like, aspects of myself out on the table, Mm -hmm. that I would get that shit back in return. So, like, that would look like, you know... I've always been the type of person to where I was never afraid of showing affection. Like, I when I fuck with you, you you know I fuck with you. Type right. Of shit. Like, I, I show that. Like, I tell you. I I let you know I'm thinking about you. I do thoughtful things. Like, shit you don't even think about. So, when I do shit like that, I'm like, okay. He see this shit, so I know he gonna be coming with the same heat. <laughs> and and then in fact. reality, that nigga <laughs> you know? just takes it all and just be like, alright, cool. I fuck with <laughs> you. Thank you. And then it's like, well damn (laughs) what the fuck you bare minimum ass nigga
2: that's where those are two words i hate that black women learn
1: what bare minimum
2: yes
1: (laughs) but i mean at the same time it is about you know what you also accept
0: right
2: right because
1: in that in those like situations in those relationships I was accepting that type of behavior, you know, the, the definition of insanity. I was doing the same shit over and over again and expecting a different result, like, okay. and then okay. I didn't stop it. You know, I just took it every single time, and after a while, I learned that, you know, bro, it's okay to not, you know, if if a if a person's showing you, because at the end of the day, a person's gonna show you how much they fuck with you. Yo, oh, yeah, you whether that's in yeah. relationships, friendships. All of of the ships, okay?
2: Yeah. The person
1: gonna let you know how they feel about you. Yep. So, by me seeing how you treat me in response to how I treat you, Mm -hmm. and I let you know, because that was another part too, before I wouldn't speak up about it either. And so that Mm -hmm. created a level of resentment. So once I went through, you know, working on myself and reflection and things like that, viewing what I really want in a partnership, in a relationship, then that's when I started working on my commu- my communication skills. Mm-hmm. I need to let, you know, let you know, this is, this is what I expect. This is what I want in a partner. And this is, you know, w- what I'll offer. I mean, mm-hmm. at the end of the day, you know, you can do a lot of talking. You still got to back that up with action. So you still have to give it time to see if, you know, both people are going to say what they are going to do, what they are saying. But, you know, it's also important to speak up whenever, Things aren't aligning with what you what you're wanting from that person. Yeah. So um that was definitely like an expectation that I used to set. But you know, eventually shit. I don't know, everything just worked out. The stars <laughs> aligned a certain way. God was like, I'm tired of seeing you struggle. <laughs> and he sent me somebody that 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 came correct. So <laughs> Okay. And that okay. message you. Because
2: what the fuck? Laura, I seen <laughs> what you did for others. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, because that, and it's a good, it's a good, I like that you asked us this question because I kind of want to ask y'all, like, you know, because recently there's been a lot of, like, I don't know if y'all know who, like, Shamboo Dram is, the sexologist. Mm-hmm. Famous sexologist. I look yes, yes. She had a, she was discussing, With two other men who was a part of this male improvement uh movement, Mm
0: -hmm. and
1: as they were all discussing the men, she asked them. So she was like, "Okay, so in order for women to support y'all's uh group in this, you know, this movement, this project, you know, what are y'all looking for us to do?" And these niggas stated, "We want women to be accountable and hold us accountable." So
2: I just want to flag on the play, (laughs) right?
1: This is for the Men Improvement Movement. Love it. (laughs) These niggas said, we want women to hold themselves accountable and keeping us accountable. (laughs) So I just want to know from y'all, from our males, EZ and Andre, like, how do you feel about that? Like, men expecting women to be accountable and to hold men accountable, you know, um,
2: Nigga, hold yourself accountable. (laughs) Yeah. Uh,
3: Men don't... Men have this really bad habit of we define ourselves off of what we think women want.
0: Mm. Like, constantly. And so, Mm
3: -hmm. like, it's not funny that a men's improvement movement would directly, probably their whole... They could probably have a whole like constitution and amendments of what they'll do to improve manhood. And it probably like nine out of 10 got to do with what women should do. All the time. And it it just always comes down to men don't know how to define themselves absent of women. But women, when like they do feminism and womanism, constantly define themselves outside of men. Like that's the whole point. Yeah. So it's really bad whenever you don't have an understanding of something whenever Mm. you can only say what it's not.
0: Right. Mm-hmm.
3: Mm-hmm. So I I don't know what a cat is if I'm just saying it's not a dog, it don't bark.
1: Right. <laughs> so, what it? so what is so what it? is
3: it? Because <laughs> giraffes don't bark.
2: Because <laughs> and like, no, that's an excellent point. Because here's the thing with men we don't prioritize our needs and concerns, we only vocalize it in retaliation. That's mm. it. So that's it. When when wow. black women say we don't feel protected. Y'all don't protect us. Or when uh, women say stop sexually abusing us, y'all sexually abuse us.
3: Look like was in the combo. So fucking
2: we, we 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 go tit for tat and we but here's the thing I tell niggas this all the time, bro. If you if we want our issues to be taken seriously, we have to start being more proactive and one expressing them and then two alienating women.
1: Yeah.
2: Because we have to start fixing our issues amongst ourselves and stop expecting women to just come in and save us.
1: Mm. Cool. Save
0: them.
3: <laughs> I don't I don't think we're gonna get a membership to the men's
2: improvement movement. No nah, I don't want one though.
0: <laughs> Ain't
2: none
1: uh,
2: of them getting pussy. It sounds like a whole lot of this is why I don't get pussy. And I I just can't relate to y'all.
1: it sounds like y'all I just can't fucking relate. No, I, I I real. That. that's real, cause there'll be niggas who you're in a let's say there's a whole argument that happened because I don't know. Let's say you and your girl get into a whole altercation, a verbal altercation, not anything physical because you literally sat here and let's say forgot her birthday and the whole time it is your fault. You find everything in the world to be like, no, it's your fault though.
2: It's like, bro, just own up to it. That's crazy. Because not to you this, part of my self-growth over the last two years post-relationship was me having to take accountability mm. for the things that I did wrong in my relationship. Like, Bree, when you first asked me the question in the beginning of the episode, why did my last relationship end? I didn't initially just jump, oh, well, my ex did this. I said, what well, I did wrong first because I have mm-hmm. to own up to that because mm-hmm. it takes two to fuck something up. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: That's real. That's, that's, good, c- that's good. And Shout out to growth. No, for real. I feel like that also ties in with like communication and all these things. So this next little, this next little piece, we're gonna go into <laughs> situationships versus relationships. Now I have a question because I, I, I've been I've been seeing what a lot of niggas been posting shit on Instagram. I have different been seeing different takes on it. I've been seeing first. I want to know before I jump into this this topic. Can somebody define a situationship?
2: All right, so let me say this. All right. I don't care how deep I am in your guts. I do not care if I cuddle with you after sex. I do not care if I met your mama and I was (laughs) at your granny funeral. If I don't say we, we ain't together, we are not together.
1: Okay, 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 okay. Thank you for starting off with that. Because niggas will say... I want to be with somebody that I can take out, we can cuddle, I can spend all this money on. Um, We're exclusively only seeing each other, but we're not in a relationship. But it's confusing to me because I'm like, if you're exclusively only seeing each other, is that not commitment?
2: See, (laughs) that. here's the thing about that. (laughs) But I'm still single, though, with silence. What? So, here's the thing. Niggas will say that. They will say, you know, yeah, I only want to spend time with you. I only want to, you know, kick it with you, spend money with you and all that. But that whole, I'm still single, though, it's silent. Niggas do not say that.
3: It's it's the little asterisk at the end of your
1: contract. So, this, this is how I feel. This is the way that I define it, okay? Yeah. So no matter what you know you're doing if you're saying that you want to spend quality time with this person you you enjoy their company okay Um, you, you fuck with them and everything but you're not ready to be in a relationship all right okay so we need to cross we, we need to set a definite line all right and once you cross that line that's when things start getting difficult. That's when things start getting confusing for people. Because I feel like people do have that conversation where it's like, well, what are we doing? What are we? Okay? People have that conversation. They do. Uh But it's... People start blurring the lines whenever it's like, okay, yeah, we're doing all of this, but I don't want to be in a relationship. I feel like you... Have to back your words with your actions. If you're come just up. looking for someone to spend time with and have a good time with, leave it at that. Y'all don't need to be planning dates. Y'all don't need to be talking every day on the phone. Y'all don't need to be fucking and looking into each other's eyes and shit and saying, I love you and the shit. Y'all don't need to do all that. And you, you definitely don't need to do need that. Coming to no family events. And honestly, I really don't think you should meet my mother. <laughs> and I feel like the biggest thing is just responsibility like who, what person wouldn't want the benefits of a relationship you have a person in your corner that you can fuck on that you can laugh with that you can have all these different new experiences with but then you don't have the responsibilities of a relationship Mm. dealing with their traumas dealing with you know the the difficult times how they react to shit their family like who wouldn't want that you know what I'm saying if you're I mean, in a situationship, you should be able to fuck other people. I don't care nobody's day. You should. You should. You should. You a, should. Lot of, casual, a lot of people. We need to like, leave it at it being casual. Yeah. And
3: if you're the type to where you can only be in a situationship if you're allowed to fuck other people, but the other person isn't, that's manipulative. That's really toxic, and that's like Little dick sy- Syndrome. Like you you're just not, not.
1: You're not looking for a situation at that point. You're yeah. looking for a person to control. It's mm-hmm. simple. That's not that's not even. We're not even going to give it that. Like they're just I mean, looking for a person to control at that point. Right, it's so yeah, go ahead, Andre.
2: Here's the thing. It goes to that old what's that old saying that a lot of people love to say, why what is it? Why oh, buy, why milk buy the when milk I got the when cow? When you can
3: get the cow for free.
2: Yeah. And that's what a lot of niggas believe in. Mm-hmm. Because if I could get all these perks without putting that title on it, why would I fuck that up?
1: So, is it the title that, like, causes, like, maybe...
3: It's the responsibility. It's the the responsibility of the title. Everybody recognizes what the title entails.
1: Yeah. And
3: that's why they don't say it. But if they can get all the benefits without saying the title, then they don't have to deal with the responsibility. And, like,
1: shit, (laughs) I can speak from experience. I've been there. That shit is nice. It's just interesting because if I'm... When niggas be like... We, we're we not in a relationship, but we exclusive only seeing each other. I don't really like the way that sounds. Like, <laughs> that sounds real funny. Something don't sound right. Or something don't sound right. Nah, we are nah, that that, like actually, that do. actually does sound like, That's it's really true. bad because like, I was listening to another podcast and this girl was talking about her experience of how, you know, she's been fucking on this dude for a whole year. And mm-hmm. they've said from the very beginning that They are not in a relationship. They go on dates with other people. They talk to other people, but they've made it to where they only exclusively sleep with each other. So, and they've stuck to that for about a year, right? Mm -hmm. And recently, like you know, they was fucking or whatever, and she felt like you know something was different. Dude started you know doing theatrics in the bed. She's like, (laughs) what the fuck is this? Like. Who are you? You zale so in so- the bed right now. I don't even know what the fuck is going on. And then this nigga like basically fakes coming. Like he really didn't come. And she knew she didn't come because she'd been fucking with him for only him for a whole year. So it became an issue because after she was just like, I mean, bro, like, like what was that? Like. Like, what What are we doing? Like, you really don't have to lie about shit. Like, I don't know what's going on. So then things was awkward. Niggas was checking condoms. The condom was empty. <laughs> then everyone was having awkward conversations. And then she was, like, crying. And, like, if you fuck another bitch, just tell me. <laughs> like, it was just a lie. lot. See, confusion. Like, don't let it get to that point.
2: I will say <laughs> that.
1: Don't let it get to that point, bro. Because <laughs> you can't lie, Andre. Situationships can cause a lot of confusion if, if, if the lines start to that. get
2: blurred. I would never deny that because my thing about it is I don't do situationships. I don't. I hate it. Because I hate ambiguity. I hate yeah. not knowing a solid, concrete idea of where we stand with each other. So if you want to fuck with me romantically, say that. Or no. if you want to just fuck, just say that. Because here's the thing. I don't like positions where I gotta be the bad guy.
1: Even though so, your upcoming podcast is the worst guy It's <laughs> <laughs> so
3: the worst guys, not the, the bad worst.
1: Guy.
2: <laughs> hey, this, hey, worst guys, but we still our best selves.
1: Okay, hey, <laughs> hey, hey,
0: hey that's the is Is that
1: the motto? That's a good
2: I'm one. Say, let me let me write that down. <laughs>
1: <laughs> We're still our best selves, though.
2: <laughs> but no, seriously, though. Um. So, if you ask me, what are we? and we're just fucking... That means I fucked up in some part because I feel like I let on um, more th- that this could be potentially something else than it should be. And Unlike most niggas, I'm not gonna just, like, kick the bullshit. I'm just gonna say, nah, we're just fucking.
1: See, that's good communication. Yeah, and, th- and I feel like that's the key. Like, yeah. at the end of the day, people make relationships and dating more confusing than it really should be. Like, honestly... Just tell a person how you feel and what you expect, and if the shit doesn't align, then you just need to keep it pushing. Like, you, if a person's sitting here telling you they don't want to be in a relationship, don't think that because you sucking a dick with two hands and doing a god god three thousand like <laughs> that that they gonna fall in love with you. Like, no, ten other bitches can do that. Like, come on now. If they're not ready to be in a relationship, like they're not ready. You can't yeah. do anything about that to change that, so you might as well just part ways, because they're not wanting the same thing that you want. Okay. So naturally, so, you're going to collide. Eventually. Everybody just wh- leave each other the fuck alone.
2: <laughs> you know, I can actually speak to that because I've been in a situation where Shari told me she wasn't ready for a relationship. And I'm like, you know what? That's cool. I I, f- I knew to fall back emotionally but here's the thing the thing was I still enjoyed her conversation and I enjoyed spending time with her so I'm like you know what we can go out on dates we can kick it and all that because I actually enjoy your company we're good on that level but do not inquire about who I sleep with because mm-hmm. at that point it's none of your business
0: mm.
1: I honestly feel like if it's to the point to where like y'all both mutually enjoy each other's company like and and one person say they're not ready for a relationship, then you know maybe you don't have to fall back completely because you you're still trying to get to know this person, right? So maybe just fall back from the sexual aspects, cut out the sex.
2: Yeah, cut out the sex. Because then cause... if you
1: cut out the sex and then you know shit starts uh, getting crazy and getting weird, then 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 you see you see the truth, you see the light. Yeah, I just if it, but here's the thing. If niggas are going to fall back, they need to mean that shit. Like, that's for women and men. Like, don't fall back and then still be saying, oh, hey, babe, this, this, and that. Still be calling me cute nicknames. Don't fall back and still be saying very emotional things to me. Don't do that shit. Don't do that shit. Whoop your ass. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, another thing we want to talk about. We kind of, we briefly touched on this earlier. Andre, you had brought this up. So, some single mothers out here coddle their sons and raise their boys. And these boys grow up into men that look for mothers instead of partners in relationships, right? Facts.
0: Mm. (laughs) Let's
1: talk about it real quick, because I feel like a lot... A lot of these men out here that that have these negative ass takes on relationships, like everything that we 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 just discussed in detail, all of these points that we made, I feel like is usually from the same kind of man, is it not? Yeah, yeah.
3: Um, yeah. When you have a lot of ex- if you expect your significant other just to be your mother, then yeah, you're going to have a lot of really crummy takes on women because none of these women, like, who are looking for a partner are going to want to take care of somebody. Um, And sometimes, I mean, when it comes to, like, that coddling, it's both, like, a level of recreating that, well, men don't do this or men don't do that. And then also, like... Arguably, whenever you have that big coddling, it's not always, but sometimes it can be in a space where the mom is either the major relationship parent or the only relationship parent that the son has. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. sometimes it's to cover or like that relationship where the mom is like just coddling her child sometimes works as a way to compensate for shortcomings of the father.
0: Mm. So, like,
3: even if the father is present, but the father is, like, not emotionally or romantically responsive to the mother in that Mm -hmm. situation, the boy will get coddled and will be that replacement emotional. And that pretty much, like, stagnates, like, maturity levels and growth. You don't know how to process, like, an actual healthy relationship because you're not one you know not watching it between your parents or whatever but now the relationship between you and your parent is no longer actually beneficial so it's going to mess up other things
1: and and that's a good point because you know a lot of people will say okay yeah because of the way that they're raised with their their mothers like that's the reason why they are the way they are but i feel like that's not that's not a good en- a good enough excuse
0: because mm-hmm.
1: Eventually, you become an adult, right? Right. And as an adult, it's now your job. It's now your job in order to take (laughs) responsibility. And initiative. To work on that. To work on who you are as a man and what that means to you and how to apply that in your interpersonal relationships.
2: But see, the thing about that is, Mm -hmm. and women, women, I hate this, but To be honest, that requires a lot of y'all to be a rehab center for some of these niggas. Yeah. Like We already are. Yeah, because I hate the phrase, I really hate the phrase that, you know, of women building men, but in that in that scenario, you're gonna have to build him.
1: Mm. So like go ahead. Oh no, go ahead. So when you say build him, are you saying like this is if, like he comes in contact in his adulthood life with another woman to pursue a relationship with?
2: Yeah. So. Because I feel like
1: that's putting a lot of responsibility on another party, and yeah, and 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 I feel like that also goes with the the take that you had earlier about the homeless man wanting to pursue a relationship with somebody mm-hmm. with that you know financial stress. With that same logic should it not be that a man shouldn't be trying to pursue a relationship with a woman if he needs to still work on himself and he, he has shouldn't. these issues that he should be building within himself there is a such thing as therapist
2: yeah he shouldn't and it shouldn't yeah. be a
1: partner it shouldn't you shouldn't necessarily view your partner as a therapist no if
3: definitely. A, therapist is a partner they must know somebody pretty
1: good like I feel like it takes uh there should be a necessary level of personal growth and maturity and and you know self-reflection you should have worked on yourself before you're ready like ultimately ready you remember how you said earlier like not everyone is ready to be a wife or a husband like they think mm-hmm. they are because it takes that necessary work that they have to put in in order to get to that place and i feel like this is a part of that so before you get to that relationship to where you're like okay i'm going all in with this partnership we got to make sure all your shit is in order with yourself that's a good point. but and, I and, wonder... and not base that on, you know, your partner helping you do that. Fair. Not entirely. It's, I, but I wonder, though, when a man is, you know, when men are getting coddled um, as they're growing up, what is it going to take for them to change themselves? Because how are they going to know that they have been coddled if they don't come in contact with someone to tell them, hey, man, what the fuck is wrong with you? No, it's for like, it, are some gonna... of these dudes be having some some very gross uh relationships with their mothers, like so, like yeah. like yeah. Some of these mothers really have made it to where their sons was the nigga, the replacement. Yeah,
3: but he they use
0: the replacement. Yeah, and, and they look at and they you can't know run. they, they can't look at anywhere.
1: their their sons partner or wife or whatever as competition, and yeah, that shit is not normal.
0: So but you know what?
1: I guess I do get it in that sense, Andre, about like. I don't want to say a woman should have to build a nigga, though, but how would he know that this is an issue if he's not faced with somebody who... who...
3: Self-reflection is a thing. Self-actualization. Like, it, it's... It is on the individual man to recognize mm-hmm. their own shortcomings. I think that's... Yeah, m-
1: maybe maybe have the woman, you know, give you that recognition, but it shouldn't be her responsibility to help you through it. She should she have not, to, she but... can raise that point. Yeah. But then okay, no, everybody... No. Go ahead.
2: I feel like, and this is just me, I feel like everybody needs one toxic relationship in their life. Mm. Reason being, you're at your most vulnerable when you're in love. Yeah, you are. Especially a young love. And I feel like you need that toxic relationship to know how far into the depths of the worst can you get of yourself. That's
3: true. Mm. Yeah.
1: Yeah, toxic relationships definitely build character. They do. <laughs> <laughs> they do. That's what my crazy exes And and tell and, me. and being the toxic <laughs> one in relationship builds even more character if you learn. <laughs> look, cause not everybody have has that self actual uh self actualization skill, self-reflection. Skills. Some niggas really cannot some niggas will really be like, There's nothing wrong with me. I'm not toxic, they toxic not future in the mirror future doesn't have, <laughs> future doesn't have a self reflection skill like, what are you talking about future him. looks
3: in the mirror all the time
1: he like,
0: you
1: know, yeah that's the only reflection skill he has is physically looking like some niggas some people really aren't equipped with these skills like they everybody has the option to utilize it but some niggas just don't
2: you know who's a toxic nigga that has self reflection
1: <laughs> Drake Fires. who?
2: <laughs> Drake too Drake. Drake is
1: definitely a toxic nigga He just reflection. He just seems Drake about is, his toxic I about he'll sing about his self reflection. Drake, Drake
2: is Drake is giving me some toxic bops That like as I've gotten toxic. older I'm like you know what This nigga's is toxic as hell But he is spitting
1: Bro cause <laughs> what was that one lyric Where he was all like Lying to protect you. I be
2: doing that a lot. That's that's what I thought about child's play. Like, that nigga was... But even then, look at Hotline Bling, right? Mm
1: -hmm. Hotline
2: Bling was gaslighting as fuck. Oh,
1: yeah.
2: That nigga said, you made me feel like I did you wrong. (laughs) Like, but as as men, I'll say this. As men, we don't think something needs to happen. Uh, A change needs to come until Somebody forces that, so even then you can be on your shit, you can have your own spot, your own crib, all that, and you know you got the stuff you got the tangible stuff, but that inner work a mm-hmm. lot of that does not come until you get the you get into that type of relationship. God tell you like this, what really built me was a motherfucker saying they put me in a position to win when they didn't
0: mm.
1: Wow. <laughs> Damn. Yeah. I mean that's real cuz what really built me is being in a relationship of niggas who who would say they're building me or helping me in this light but they're really taking away like who I was truly was, who I truly was. Like forming me into like a model like image of what they wanted and I thought that this was how a woman should be when in reality that's not what the fuck it was at all gaslighting built the fuck out of me like I can't I'm not gonna hold you gaslighting manipulation going through that situation taught me to be like hey first of all you need to have a stronger mindset bitch cause you just can't let any and everybody uh, control what the fuck how the fuck you feel what the fuck you think you feel like you can't express yourself you can't do yeah. that and I wouldn't have known that if I would have never been there. I wouldn't have known that I was capable to being that weak-minded if I would have never been put in that position. Right. And that's facts. So, uh, that, <laughs> That's heavy, man. That's, that's, that's real heavy. So I would like to lighten it up a bit. <laughs> <laughs> and I want to ask the niggas, Easy and Andre, because there's a quote. It's called holding you down, and I just wanna—I just wanna know—would y'all ever hold down a female?
2: What? Well, she was in jail.
1: Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> what she do is the question. Like, like I feel like I got. What? Well, I can ask. what you do? Yeah.
3: So, if lie. it's something Look. like something dumb and petty, right? So, say you didn't pay none of your parking tickets. <laughs> I'm not holding you down for that.
0: Damn, bro, I get
3: bro. Because I probably told you a thousand times to pay them goddamn parking tickets. <laughs> and now you in jail.
1: Bro, them toll tags. Them bro! Toll tags. bro. So, uh, and that'd that be the person loud. that don't be uh, accountable. he be like, loud? bro, you, you should have paid them for paid... me. See? <laughs> now, if it's something
3: like murder, like, say somebody busted in the house, right? But <laughs> what for whatever reason, because we black, you we ended up being, like, the criminals. And they ended up tossing <laughs> you in there. I'm gonna hold you down for that. I can, I can hold you down Depending on the murder charge,
0: oh, shit. drug running
3: for official legal purposes. No, I'm not gonna hurt you down. That's horrible. Why would you ever do that? But I mean, you know, my my pretty drug lord queens. You know, I can be convinced.
0: I can be convinced. <laughs> I,
2: can, I, can, I can be both. Right. <laughs> I mean, look. I look my look, again, I can hold legally, you down in not a way. Look, LOL. I can hold you down. Mm-hmm. Just let me fuck other women. Oh. <laughs> okay, Cause so what are you her. holding
1: now? Like you just put money on her books? Look, <laughs> I put
2: money. I put, I put money. Oh, oh, oh when she, she come, come back, on like your that's mama? your girl. You said what?
1: Like when she get out of jail, like like if she's not in jail for life type shit, and when she, when she come back, that she coming back as your woman, and you gotta drop all your hoes.
2: How long? She in jail?
1: <laughs> <laughs> not that there's a time limit. What's the time five,
2: I can hold you down for five years.
1: Oh wow! Oh, that's more than that, I was, That's long Longer look. than I was because I would never hold a nigga down. I fuck. would never
0: hold what a the nigga fuck down. Do I
1: like? <laughs> Brie was like, "Well, JJ, what if he, uh, you know, killed somebody, you know, to protect you? Okay, that was his
2: decision. <laughs> <laughs>
1: wow! As soon wow. as I get, as soon as I get one of those collect calls from a prison center, I'm. Hanging up, I'm oh. not even taking it.
0: You better record my
1: call for my album. When you it just, drops. I don't know why you will waste your one phone call on me. Do you even memorize my phone number? Like, so I you don't can even record it for my album when it drops. Oh, I'm not Andre. running a rap career either. I'm not holding you down in that area either, bro. Andre's like, y'all need to change y'all name to the world. I would girl. never date a rap. Nigga. I'm not, I'm not built for that. I'm sorry. I would not. never date a rap. Nigga. That's I fine. can never. See, do nah, I
2: ain't gonna lie. When it comes to rap, because you know I'm saying, nigga used to rap and shit. I'm doing that shit silent as hell. <laughs> I'm doing that shit silent as, like my girl would not even know that I'm rapping. I'm like, look, just know you reap the benefits if I blow up, <laughs> bro.
1: Because some of these niggas be trash as fuck. <laughs> Man,
2: I, mean, I just feel like that's
1: just such an embarrassment. Like you'd be homeboy. like, yeah, my nigga rap. <laughs>
2: I had to and tell Somebody my homeboy, play
1: it and they be like, This what the fuck is we this? not making it
2: out the hood? <laughs> like, you ass, bro. <laughs> Give it up. Give it up. Because
1: a lot of these rappers, like, I've noticed that they'll make these posts on Instagram with their girl and they be like, bro, he's like, I drug this girl through the mud. I used to drive her car and drop her off at work and, and come back with the gas tank on empty and she would buy all my weed and uh, but she held me down and it's 16 years later and I put a ring on her finger. She a real one. That's just, why would you put her business out like that? Like, why would you embarrass her like that? That's I'm not The prime though. example of that is Lil boosie When that nigga was talking about <laughs> <I'm> holding, <laughs> bitches holding niggas down and he explained it I was like, what? <laughs> so we just have to ask: Would y'all hold a girl down for real? Like for real, for real?
2: Nah, for real, for real? No. no. <laughs> said no. You no. The, the, my way of holding you down is this: Say we're married. Uh huh. You decide. You want to quit work and go back to school? By all means, go do that shit. Okay, I'm that's
1: that that's down. the only sus- like a step holding that's
3: that holding down. you.
2: That to me, that's holding you down because you're trying to better yourself.
1: Yeah.
3: Yeah you got an opportunity to go to the moon and be the first moon sexologist. Okay. I'm going to hold you down till you get back from the moon. I appreciate that. I appreciate that. But if some alien shit pop off and you don't come back, I mean, we said till death do us part. We'll <laughs> am so go back there. I'm going to save you.
1: <laughs> yeah, because I feel like if a nigga ever, uh, if I were to die or some shit, and the nigga were to give it a, ne- a next bitch, I'm haunting y'all. <laughs> wow. Bro, haunting I don't know, like. I don't, I don't care. care. I think I do. No, I don't care. Because <laughs> you should have held me down, bitch. You should have me down. The fuck? <laughs> so death do us part? To eternity, nigga. <laughs> mm, the fuck is wrong with you? So, also, you don't, you don't agree with husbands moving on after their wife died?
3: You heard what she said. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I don't
1: care. Nobody
3: says. Look, I mean, like, I
1: really can't do nothing about it, but I'm like I said, I'm haunting you. Any anytime bro, y'all finna bro. get ready to fuck, I'm sh- sh- I'm shaking the bed. <laughs> shaking make, I'm space. making the chandeliers fall from the ceiling. Shit, you
2: just adding to the ambience. Fuck you. I'm about <laughs> <laughs> you nah, just
1: gonna
2: hop in. Make it nah,
1: a <laughs> I'm I'm gonna freak her out to where she, her pussy never gonna get wet. <laughs> and When what? she go to the bathroom, I'm gonna be in the mirror. <laughs> oh my God.
2: <laughs> right,
0: Bree.
1: I don't even know. Bree, is God. <laughs> I, just,
0: I don't even think that's possible.
1: I'm gonna be like, it's my dick. It's my dick.
2: <laughs> what do they say "Curse, Return the dick.
1: Bro, <laughs> right, well, yeah, that's that's it for the episode. This this was a really good discussion. Shout out to to both Andre and EZ for joining us. Y'all did good for real.
2: No, for real, y'all did. Here yeah, I was thinking I was gonna be rusty.
1: Nah, nah like oh. I, I I appreciated both of y'all's inputs because you know we didn't agree on everything, and we all were not ignorant about the conversation. We was actually just talking like that's how. That's how changes happen. Yeah, that, that's you know that's how these discussions should go whenever they circulate. Like, yeah. this is how it should go. Niggas shouldn't be attacking and and bashing niggas.
2: Cause that's the problem. If you because yeah, everybody gets defensive and f- start feeling like you know they gotta justify things and all that.
1: Cause they take it too personally. <laughs> and Also. It helps to not be in the room with like-minded people. Have some people who have way fucking different views. Like, yeah, that's how you get a change across. Not just being with the same people who like go and agree with everything you fucking say. No, because what, people- what does that saying go? Like, you shouldn't always want to be the smartest person in the room. Exactly.
0: Uh-huh.
1: Oh, exactly. yeah. yeah. Where we at? Where we going? What we doing? Where we going? It's time for places to, to be and people to, people to see. Woo! All right. It's your girl Bree. You know what I'm saying? Uh I'm coming to you with the places to be mm-hmm. for a nice little Tulsa location, okay? okay? Okay, okay, okay. So if you're in Tulsa or ever visit, this is a nice, you know, if you want to take a date uh-huh. Very sophisticated uh-huh. and, and intimate. Uh-huh. Um, you could take your family. They throw events here throughout the week. Uh-huh. Um, but this is the Philbrook Museum of Art.
0: Uh-huh.
1: Um, beautiful, beautiful establishment. That's all I'm going to say. Um, it was uh, originally a mansion uh-huh. um, from the 1920s, like, oh, yeah. real big. Think Flappers, Great Gatsby, all of that. Um, I know they were throwing some crazy-ass parties. Oh, hell yeah. So, um, originally built in the 20s, and then they renovated and turned into an art museum in 1939. Mm -hmm. And then they added, like, up to 70,000 acres of land, of garden, flowers, sculptures, Mm -hmm. um, in the 90s to the early 2000s. So um by now it's just massive woo! like multiple stories just Mm -hmm. full of beautiful art beautiful showcases Mm -hmm. um I walked the entire grounds in one day It took me a few hours but um um this was a self date I went on so I took my time Mm -hmm. looked at all the art pieces walked the gardens um it was very beautiful they have a cafe in there they have a place to where you can do like interactive art Mm -hmm. um like, if you want to, like, draw or, like, add something, mm-hmm. uh, they have that. Then the staff was super nice. Like, actually, while I was there, I dropped my ID somewhere. I don't even I don't even know how that would happen. Um, but wow. someone found me, and they gave me the ID, and she wow. like, started a conversation with me and everything. Uh, wow. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I was like, damn, that's crazy. That's beautiful. A lot of people will not do that wow wouldn't she looked your idea said, let me see who, who like this who like this." she was like i actually re- remembered you because you wore this really beautiful dress i love it beautiful bounce <laughs> wow she like, i remembered you um but <laughs> it was very beautiful again i suggest y'all check it out they do like adult nights um certain fridays where they can you, you can get alcohol and drinks and cocktails and stuff they mm-hmm. um for the summer they were doing like movies mm-hmm. outside um for the children and or family friendly mm-hmm. so yeah i would definitely say if you're ever in the tulsa area um definitely check it out the philbrook museum of art Ooh, that sounds really nice also historical as fuck you know one thing we can count on breeze going can give us some something to educate our minds <laughs> that's why I need to do more, go to more like museums and shit. I just be sitting there looking <laughs> at at pieces and things. Lol. Don't have that much to to give to the conversation though. But um, yeah. So I have a little cute little uh dessert spot, little dessert spot, and uh you know what I'm saying East Dallas. Um, I think that's East Dallas. Is that East Dallas? It's in Dallas. It's like near the home of Dallas. Um, it's called Andy's Ice Cream. Yo, so, like, I don't know if, like, all their ingredients are, like, all fucking natural or something, but this ice cream is the sweetest ice cream I've ever tasted. Like, it tastes like what ice cream should taste like. Ooh. Like, I know we go to places and, like, we get, like, little ice cream cones and stuff like that, and we Mm -hmm. go to places like, um... I don't fucking know. Like, let's say we go eat some ice cream cone or something from, like, McDonald's or something. Some it's not even... Yeah. Like, it's it just tastes like, you know, you know, you just eating a little, like, little dessert. But Andy's ice cream is, like, they churn the the milk to make it a some. <laughs> were you hearing them singing in the background? You know how Blue Bell be singing in oh, the girl. background in their commercials? They probably were. They They, like, make their custard. It's so good. I got the, Ooh. um strawberry, bananas, and cheesecake bites once. I don't even like cheesecake bites. I don't even like cheesecake. This is the only time I've ever, like, really eaten cheesecake and loved it. Mm. You know me. I hate cheesecake. I don't like cheesecake like that. I don't want no one talking shit about me or trying to take away my black heart because I said it around a group of black people before, and they was looking at me like I was crazy. And I um, wish I would say something to her. <laughs> I'm, I'm coming at from behind. I'm knocking your fucking dick. Yeah. Because guess what, y'all? I don't like cornbread. All you hear is Ooh! <laughs> 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 shit. Fuck y'all niggas. Not audible gas. <laughs> <laughs> but for real though, y'all really do do need to try Andy's. It's um spelled like Andy's. Just type in Andy's ice cream on Google Maps, fuck. And you try you some uh strawberry banana cheesecake ice cream. And also, I don't like key lime pie. And um, the person I was with got key lime pie, and it tasted so good. Oh, this does sound good. I'm going to have to try it. we have to go tonight. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, guys. But, yeah, please check it out. Oh, it is a little bit pricey, though. Let me not lie. You got to pay for quality. Yeah, it's a bit pricey. Because for a small cup, I think it was, like, a little over $6. I mean, you got to pay for quality. For like a ice cream, though. I guess that's not too bad. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, it's good. Check it out. Check it out. <laughs> Burr, 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 burr. bitches with, with bitches with, with short torsos you all know what i'm saying it's me and girl jj coming at y'all with the bitches with this time around listen i'm gonna run this shit back turbo to the trip um <laughs> that i took in cancun listen so <laughs> i just want to start by saying this i don't know if we've ever discussed but i cannot swim I don't know if we've ever discussed this on... I, I think it came up a couple times. I think, it, I think it's came up a couple times in the past. Okay. Y'all, I cannot fucking swim. I cannot swim. Um, even with a life jacket on, if you throw me in the pool, I'm going to immediately start to panic because I'm going to think what? I'm drowning. Yes. Ugh. I'm going to think I'm drowning. And I think, look, it stems from me being going to summer camp. And I had on... I was, like, so little. I was probably, like, six. And I had on a life vest, and one of the higher-up grade, like, like, because it was by grade, but at the same time, you could be in a group with, like, an older kid. The older kids would always, like, pick on me, not in a bad way, but, like, they were like, it was like the boys, and they would always just be like, oh, hey, that's, because me and my brother went, and, like, they would be like, oh, hey, that's Josh's little sister, like, let's talk to her, whatever, whatever. And so, at one time, like, this guy, like, was like, oh, hey, aren't you so and so sister? And I was like, Yeah. And he was like, oh, okay. And he just gave me this evil look. And he just picked me up and threw me in the water. And immediately. I don't know why y'all niggas do that. I immediately started to feel like I was drowning. I was like. Like, 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 that, was like that, that was the sound that I was making. And people were just like, why is she doing that? Like, she's floating. So, I'm just giving y'all a little backstory. of what the fuck happened to me. That is with a life jacket on. Oh gosh! If I don't have on a life jacket, bitch, I'm dead. I'm, a, I'm matter of fact, I think my body's gonna go into shock, and I'm not even gonna scream. I'm probably gonna be like this. I'm going to just sink, <laughs> just sink. so so so. Then what happened in, in Cancun, dude? Okay, so remember I told you we was on. We we hello. <laughs> Look, cause she's thinking back to this traumatic ass experience, right? <laughs> and now. it's giving me goosebumps. Like I want y'all to know that this shit's actually very fucking traumatic. Um. <laughs> We went to Chicken Itza and a part of the excursion, because in, like, Cancun and Mexico in general, like, when you go to different places with different excursions, sometimes you don't just do a package where you just, you know, look at, like, a Mayan ruin. Like, sometimes you also do, like, swimming as well as, like, tequila tasting and eating food and stuff like that in the package. Mm. So before we went to Chicken Itza, like, we was able to go to, like, a cenote, Which is just this huge, like, underwater cave. An underground cave, period. Like, this shit is fucking, like... When I say underground, you're, like, meters underground, bitch. Okay. Like, if there was a tornado, you would not, y'all. You wouldn't have to worry. Type shit. At at all. So, um, that's how deep we were. And then, also... When you're in the water itself... That's more meters deep, bitch. Okay. Like fifty, sixty, four hundred meters. I think Damn near. It's like the deep dark. Like you can't. Like if you if you go in that water and even struggle, because there's this thing where they say like uh, the lost souls of like the human sacrifices of the seventh wonders are in like the cenotes, and then like even like the best swimmers, if they like start feeling like they can't swim, it's like the souls dragging you down. That's like a you know. Like a myth, but Amy, I believe in that shit for real. Mm. Anyways, more background, more background. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just explaining y'all how fucking crazy this fucking underwater cave is. Oh, what are you doing there, Jaqueza? I don't fucking know. Uh listener. Um, we go there and I'm already in my head, like, oh, I'm not getting in. I'm just going there to probably like dip the toes in a little bit. And be like, oh my god, look at all these people inside. Yeah, just going there to be cute. Yeah, going there and dip my toes in a little bit. And see what's next. <sighs> Y'all. But everybody's getting in. And I'm like, okay, okay. But these motherfuckers that I'm with can swim. Like, I'm talking about swim training, probably. Like, went to swim classes, maybe. They probably didn't. They probably just know how to swim for real, for real. I don't. But the person I was with was like... Um, well, just hold on to me for a little bit so you can feel how it is to be inside of, like, the the water. hmm Now, y'all know I'm scary as fuck, so I don't know why the fuck my scariness was not coming into play, and I agreed to this shit. Because, mind you, let me tell y'all the setup. There's a whole bunch of stairs you have to walk down to get to the lower level where you can even get in the water, right? And even at that lower level, there's more little levels before you get into the cenote so let's say we're at the lowest level right and it's time for us to get in the water there's a couple of little like planks that you can walk on but after that second plank you're in that bitch there's no you're you're not in the water you know how you can be at the beginning of like a bank of a beach and you like you're in the water but you can still feel the sand a little bit no after the second plank you're in the fucking deep water bitch that's it so i didn't know that <laughs> Until, like, one of them was like, oh, hey, be careful. Because after that plank, that's it. So I'm like, oh, shit, oh, shit. I put my foot in a little bit. I'm like, oh, well, this is deep. I don't know. But I was like, let me just do it. Let me just see. Y'all. <laughs> a bitch had on no life jacket. <laughs> mind you, the person that I was with knew I couldn't swim. So in my mind, like, I've, I've done it before, like, at the hotel resort pool where I was just on them. And, like, I wasn't swimming. But, bitch, this is a hotel resort pool. That shit ain't that fucking deep. If I fall off, I can stand up. (laughs) Bitch. Again, giving y'all background. If you fall off in here, you're dead, bitch. Like, that's it. That's it. You better find a way. You better learn how to swim that day, my nigga. Um, I'm shaking right now because I can feel the water rising in my (laughs) like. I'm, I'm going back to the traumatic experience. So I get off onto them and we push off my hands are sweating we push off of the second plank. when i say immediately i don't know the person that i was on on to like hold on to got cramps in both legs immediately bitch and they was like, Mm-mm, like oh, get God. back to the get back to the plank and they were like you know kick your feet kick your feet nose like i don't know how to fucking sweat like i need to get back Mr. Krabs meme (laughs) where he was looking both ways. Oh, God. And the
0: the screen was shaking, bitch. Oh, God.
1: All I could think in the back of my mind was, oh, my God, this is how I die. I die by drowning. Like, this is it. This is what I, this is the shit I've been worried about. Like, this is the main shit. I ain't scared of nothing else, obviously, besides tornadoes, that I've been worried about is to drown. And that was the first time I've ever seen them slightly kind of, like, not really lose their cool because they're they're very chill. And that was the first time I've ever seen them kind of slightly lose their cool. Like, oh, shit, like, I got to get this bitch back to the plank. Otherwise, (laughs) because we was swimming, wasn't going nowhere. So, bitch, somehow I was able to, like, start moving my body towards the water to help this person take me back to the fucking plank. Bitch, you learned how to swim. Okay. I learned how to fucking do some bitch because I, like, I was like, I'm not moving. I was like, move me back. I'm doing the movement right now, y'all. Like, of the, yeah, of, she waiting the water of the mo- <laughs> <Wait>. <laughs> in the wall. Okay, that's all I was thinking about was getting back to the edge. So I was finally able to get back. And I looked at them and I was just like, I'm not going to go in. They're just like, all right, you're just going to stay right there. And I was like, yeah. And they're like, okay. And they just swam towards, (laughs) back towards. (laughs) And I was just like, yeah. It was a lot for me. Um, 10 out of 10, don't recommend. Uh, Listen, the San was it looked really cool. And I saw people jumping off of high part of the cliff into the fucking, which I thought was crazy. Even if you're a really good swimmer. I feel like that's crazy to jump off super high down. Mm -hmm. But I mean, hey, some people have that much confidence when swimming. I guess you kind of have to. Um, If I were to ever do that again, I would have a life jacket on. I'd have one too. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So. This is weird. Thank y'all for tuning in to another episode of the podcast. We really appreciate all of your support. Keep the energy because we will keep coming with the content. Yes, yes, yes. And you know we are on all types of streaming platforms. We got Anchor, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and a multitude of other podcast platforms. So please, please tune in. Yeah, we everywhere. We live. We live, babe. So make sure to tune in every Monday because we will keep posting a new episode. So expect that next week. Yes, yes, And yes. remember, tell your friends to tell their friends. To tell their man to so tell his friends. To listen in. Turn tune on and tune in. in. And you know what, Bree Bree, Spin that outro. Bye. The caller you tried to reach does not have a voicemail box set up yet. Goodbye.